I know how much baby Grinch costs. Hey Roaches, I'm Todd Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week for the show, I take a guest secondhand shopping. After we gather a thrift haul, we record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Another edition of Thrifty. Today we are in Thrifty Studio B. I'm your host, Toddy, and my fellow Worm Boy, the best co-host in the world. Last call, Larkin, is to my left. It's weird to be to your left. Normally, I'm to the right, so we're a little flipped for the Christmas holiday. Going out of 2019 crooked. We, uh, yeah, we came in a little straighter than we are now. That is, that's true. (laughs) I was still, I mean, I've always been this straight, and it's Mm -hmm. an unfortunate thing. I've tried to change it, but it's just, it just goes back. Just a part of life. It's like autocorrect. So welcome to uh, another week, and um, this episode is probably going to be a lot chiller than the past couple of weeks, because the past couple of weeks were big episodes with a lot of people just yelling and screaming on it so i'm gonna try to cool it this week <laughs> i kind of want my mailman to come really late today so max goes crazy so it feels like ryan is still here <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um but yeah thank you everybody who uh participated in the last couple weeks of live shows um thanks again to uh sykes from start the beat with sykes for having thrifty at the Red Fish Bowl with Ghoul on Ghoul, Neon Brainiacs, and the Queens of NC-17. And then uh, last week, big thanks to pretty much all our pals for coming by. Everybody and, and Dave and Buster. Uh, oh, yeah, Dave and Buster, and too. And Eat and Park. And, uh, yeah, very famous Eat and Park as well. Shout out there. But, uh, yeah, um, so we did secondhand shopping for worm people, and a bunch of friends recorded a very cool episode. If you haven't listened to it to it yet, um, we play White Elephant like we did last year, and it's just as chill as last year too. The vibe's cool. <laughs> the vibe is yeah, cra- crazy fun. Uh, if you listen to it with your mom, she's probably gonna shut it off at some About point. Halfway time. through, I've heard. Yeah, but it was good. I mean, we all spent you know like cents or maybe a couple dollars on our gifts and then Mm -hmm. like 90 bucks at dave and busters and um so we did a dave and busters run um which was pretty cool uh i myself um uh stopped at a eaton park uh restaurant which if you're not in pittsburgh area um it's denny's only ours and there's a lot of them and there's a lot of them and um there's actually two in my neighborhood or our neighborhood Sort of. There's like two right there and there. 
And um, it's the good Eaton Park and then the other Eaton Park. Yeah, so there's two Eaton Parks. I'm not gonna say which one, but I will say one of them. Um, I uh, after Dave and Buster's for my 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 party and after the Christmas episode, uh, we I found a giant puddle of blood, um, in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, and Eaton Park's slogan is it's the place for smiles, but nobody was smiling after somebody that. Somebody got stabbed. Yeah, so there. <laughs> I think it's just a giant puddle of blood in the parking lot. Um, anyway, thank you for like the birthday gift. Um, that was uh, my 30. I just had turned 32, a, what you'd say, an hour before that. And uh, welcoming in uh, the year 32 of my life with seeing a pool of blood on the ground in a parking lot where it's dark and it's definitely blood. It was, yeah, it was fresh blood. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, thanks for everybody who uh, helped us with that episode. But this week, that's why we said we're going to cool it to keep everybody a little more chill. It'll be very chill. Yeah, today at the bins, we're pretty Mm -hmm. chill. It picked up later on. I think a lot of people had to work today, unfortunately. Yes. So we went out today and when we got there, we were, what, like two of maybe... 15 20 people there i would say yeah it was us plus a dozen and workers i would say maybe okay so yeah it was it was not counting children not counting children um oh one grabbed my pocket (laughs) yeah that's small (laughs) oh yeah there was uh well we've all been there as like say we're little kids we've all been little kids before and it's when the little kid goes up to somebody and they think that that's their parent and then it just revealed it's not, and they just weren't paying attention. That happened to me. Somebody, uh, somebody's kid, uh, for a split second, thought that I was their parent and put his hand in my pocket. And then I was like, "Whoa!" And he was just like, "Oh, daddy! Like that? You're not daddy?" And I was like, "No, no, I am not your father at all." <laughs> Please don't touch my butt cheeks and call me daddy in <laughs> like, public. Yeah, like I have, n- I've never seen you. I saw that kid's dad. He didn't look anything like you. Okay, yeah, I don't know, but I mean, everybody is a little kid has those moments where they're just like, "Oh, you know," like when you would call like when you would call your teacher mom sometimes like i called my teacher like mom instead of the teacher's name i famously as a child uh, i had two older brothers and we were in the mall at this one particular i think we were at a jc penny's i think that was the department store uh and we thought we saw my grandma mm-hmm. and so we all like started to go towards her and then my brothers realized it was not my grandma and they backed off wow and i did not <laughs> And, and they didn't. They didn't get you. And they let me go. And yeah. I grabbed onto her leg, and I was like, "Grandma Larkin, Grandma Larkin, Grandma Larkin." Right. And she like, I was like calling the name of the wrong mm-hmm. woman as I touched her in public. Yeah. And it was not Grandma Larkin. Yeah. So that this child had a Grandma Larkin, Grandma Larkin moment today, and it was me. <laughs> well, he he snuck up right in between the yeah. two of us. <laughs> yeah. And my. My like go to response was to not look and just hoped it went away because I wasn't sure if it was an aggressive older person because I just felt like mm-hmm. a, a half, presence, like a four foot like two body touch me, mm-hmm. and at Goodwill it's liable to be like a little old person who's like sneaking in to grab like you know a a thing, mm-hmm. and it was a child, but I didn't realize <laughs> it until you you told me that it was, I was a like, child. Whoa, no, that can't happen. <laughs> that little, cannot happen. Oliver Twist just pickpocketed me. <laughs> yeah, like no. Um, so yeah, we got there, and then it got a little bit more crowded. But um, I got a couple shirts for the Brick Body Kids shop. But the stuff that we got for the show today, 
Um, first and foremost, I'm going to go for it because it's at least my favorite. I don't know if it's the even the coolest thing, but Josh had found a copy of Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 in box with manual. Now, it's been opened and played with several times, but it still has like the box, the manual, and the game itself. And it's not ripped. It's just kind of smashed up a little bit. Like it's the, the conclusion to the famous Roller Coaster Tycoon trilogy. And... And we were talking about before we uh, started out that uh, um, there's you were saying like there's like a cool Jurassic uh, Park one now coming out. This is like similar to that. Yeah, these little uh, I think these were really, really hot in the 90s in particular with like the roller coaster tycoon. There was the theme park game Mm -hmm. uh, theme hospital, which I played relentlessly as a kid um, because it was like very, very humorous. And that was my thing is like. I didn't want to build these things to like really like see them profit and like I wanted to fuck with the systems and uh-huh. like see okay. what you can do to these people. Like, like set up like classic lose lose situations and then just watch everyone lose. Yeah. It's the same thing as like building, you know, like your Sims house and like not giving them a refrigerator and a stove and like seeing, just seeing what that looks like. Seeing how long they can go, you yeah. know, or like, you know, just walling them in in a pool and seeing how long they can swim yeah. or, you know, those kind of things. Well, see, that's something I've done before. So what you have to do is you have to um, put um, – when they get into the pool, delete the ladder. And then that's your quickest way there. Yeah, and then they're then they're <laughs> they're stuck in there. They're in their infinity and they will die. Um, but you can't hit the you know fast button, so at least like they go out like faster. There was a game that came out a long back. Uh, it was called Spore, and you got yeah, to yeah, like I remember Spore. Create your creature. EA Sports. Yeah. yeah, and then you could like download other ones, and the whole store was just like walking dicks. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could make some really interesting things and you that can, weren't dicks. And yeah, you can make your own creature and put it in a world. And then you could meet other creatures in the world. And it would evolve. It would and evolve. Like, yeah, you would get new mm-hmm. eyeballs and legs and look less dick-like. So if you haven't played Roller Coaster Tycoon before, it's yeah, it's a theme park simulation game. Um, so you do like the construction of the amusement park. Then you do the like the management of the amusement park. And it's basically your world. And that was like the first tycoon thing out was roller coaster tycoon and the zoo tycoon and then all the things that we're mentioning yeah and we found zoo tycoon there was there was a railroad there's all kinds Mm -hmm. of tycoon games but i think of all of them roller coaster is the best and i thought it would be uh uh, an interesting little a little little fact about this is so uh when this episode released this will be the last episode um before the new year well, the creator of Roller Coaster Tycoon, his name is Chris Sawyer. His birthday is on January the 1st. Oh, happy birthday. So happy birthday. To Chris Sawyer. Is he like a – you think he's a fan? Like, does he go out and, like, ride roller coasters, or is he just, like, really good at video well, games? Well, he's a little older now, but, yeah, he's a Scottish video game designer, and he was and he was the badass behind Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs> What number are they on now? I mean, this is I three and it came four. out. I think four. Really? Yeah, there could be more than – I think f- a hard four and then maybe expansions because Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 came out in t- 2004. Okay, so I were then – I was probably simulating the same, the same version of that because, like, obviously I have a Mac from now. But so, like – but. 
I so I didn't have the physical disc. I just have it on Steam. So I've been jamming on it for weeks and then you had found it physically and i was like okay i have an open platform now you've got, now. yeah you've got the actual hard copy manual which is spiral bound mm-hmm. and like a good like you know weight to it and there is there's stuff in this uh like yeah the the manual that's like pretty big for a game of its time um so the little like characters that go to your park are called peeps I had no idea in all these years that you could actually edit what they look like. You could design your own peep. That would have been something I would have loved in 2004. Are you supposed to pick out your peep then? Or, like, do the peeps replicate? Like, you can make, you know, like, a default male peep that, you know, like... Sure. Or do you have to find you in a sea of 300 riding the serpent? Yeah, it, it it's a tough call because it... It has, um, so you could have, like, different characters with, like, different peeps with, like, the same last name, sort of. So you could, like, make that something. A whole a whole peep family. Yeah, a whole, yeah. Um, but, uh, but you could actually, like, this from top to bottom, you could, like, uh, the, there's, a like, a gender and age selector. There is, like, a body and hair type selector. Like and and we're talking like these these creatures are like, ha- it, the like the half of a pinky nail big. They barely have yeah any and they just you know all they do is walk and then sit down yeah and, like, and then maybe throw up occasionally raise their <laughs> arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like I'm gonna get on this because, uh yeah it, <laughs> and and you could oh I didn't even know this I'm reading this right now. Uh, the ride intensity, you could change that preference. So you could make them like fucking wild a- animals if you want. So the the ride intensity? Yeah. Like- so yeah. So if you build a ride that's like crazy, like if it has like, say it's a roller coaster, it's got like loop de loops, like blah, 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 blah. If you like build that and it's just like a crazy ride, the ride intensity is like high yeah people are like that's too intense for me yeah so like the peep level has to match that so you have to change the intensity oh so you can customize your peeps to be like, like crazy <laughs> put them all on ed hardy and be like yeah. fuck yes yeah like they're they're rolling up with like two dirt bikes some somehow at once yeah like so you can you can do that or you can make them like soft like soft boys no no <laughs> you can't stop like by the bubble park boys. on your way to Suf john stevens concerts <laughs> like, you need the metallica crowd yeah it's yeah it's um so you can do that to those those people but like i said it's like these types of games you could set up a lot of lose-lose scenarios because it's just like you could uh run it like a traditional park which is beautiful and pure and that's what i do or you could just build roller coasters and kill people and crash things i think the word traditional for the parks i've seen you build is a little far okay fair Uh, what have you seen from the parks i've been building i mean it's a lot of like meme pictures that are plastered (laughs) as like all over and i'm not even entirely sure the structure that they form uh Uh, it's just like a weird wall of (laughs) aggressively like obscure i think it like aggressively yeah. obscure i think is the brand of yeah. a lot of them uh and then of course the prin uh section of the park as well prin land yeah so prin uh short king prin who was on the show um last week a bo- uh, a good friend of josh and i both and he uh he was the one who bought me roller coaster tycoon for my birthday for steam so he said that i'd have to create a park for him so I created Prinland, and it's uh, 
it's uh and oh that's a new thing you can do too is you could like you said you could import your own pictures in nowadays i've noticed so he he was giving me just pictures to pump in right so it was like a um like somebody like somewhat the worst ever like pennywise costume on a child like the worst pennywise costume you've ever seen in your life and so we made a loop to loop roller coaster that when you would go up and down the loops, you would pass like these like just a wall of clown people, yeah. like clown people. I think that might have been the bit that I saw. And I was like, I'm not sure what's going on here, but I understand why it's going on. And then our friend Bryce, um, his dogs made the cut. I just said, send me pictures of your dogs. And then boom, boom, boom. We had dogs in the park now. now I can't believe Max. I mean, you're, you're talking in front of him that Max doesn't have at least a cameo in the park yeah i mean prince god rest its, its soul <laughs> yeah. his his dead animal yeah. has its own memorial in the park uh, the only theme park yeah. with a memorial well if you own prin land like prin does and unfortunately your animal passes away it's gonna be put into the game and a memorial and that's done so there's a waffles memorial i wish there was a big bronze <laughs> statue of waffles like that the coaster did like one of those little circle spins around and then maybe a fountain maybe a fountain even and oh you know what i'll say this i couldn't find fountains in this new one i was disappointed i think the fountains are probably an expansion water water parks and fountains are probably an expansion oh i got that but like roller coaster tycoon the first one had fountains and they were the best there's all kinds seals everything all kinds of stuff this one i have yet to find the fountains again well so like you've got the instruction manual now you can find the fountains and so that's going to be part of that so that was uh well, roller coaster tycoon 3 the manual the uh, box everything the game and uh this actually the next on our list for the thrift finds today we found these the last time you actually found these the last time that we went out thrifting and what we're looking at and there is five of them and they're the fright time books from uh 2008 um, I think so goosebumps only in 2008 I think these were spread out and I think somebody else that was out there thrifting that day gave mm -hmm. us one of the other ones or like was in the bin and passed one over to could us have been that yeah as we were collecting them up mm -hmm. but yeah. yeah there's a decent haul of them I've never read any of these but you you delved into it a little bit yes I I jumped into them and so what I I make of them I had them like back then but i only had as much as i have now which is like five and i never read them back then because everybody bought them for me but at that point i was like goosebumps are still like number one like they're still i'm I not mean, i'm you not just turned 32 so you're 21 at that point yeah, in time people, yeah. <laughs> 21 i was just like no goosebumps there's not going to be anything as good as goosebumps and look correct there isn't but I was a kid then. Now I want other things. <laughs> like back then you heard of one thing and you're like, I don't need another thing. I have that one thing. Yeah, you're like, you know, I can drink now. Like you can yeah. just buy me booze. Yeah. So um, I did dive into these and there's something else. They were uh, they're all printed in Canada for for the first thing about it <laughs> so they all have really nice happy endings yeah pretty much canadian goosebumps but you had mentioned and there's like a book on the show we're going to talk about a little bit later that uh your last name was uh one of the people that went into the book how about this book too 
How about this book, too, is the same thing? Is there a Tondera in there, you mean? No, it is edited by Rochelle Larkin and Josh Hanth. So, like, your I'm last flipped. name. Yeah. And so you there's Josh and Larkin by two names split, though. See, this is the part where I have to confess that Larkin is not the real family name and that Larkin was a generic last name that the family adopted in the 1800s. Uh, oh, you know what? I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. The real, like the Wayback family name is Skaronsky, okay. uh, which you will never see printed anywhere. No. But I have been told that Larkin is both Irish and Dutch and has all kinds of origins. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm Polish. And so that's not really it. We're in disguise. <laughs> so it, it's between two names here. But uh, as I said before, when I picked the book up, um, uh, the three genders, uh, Night night Creatures, Who Am I, and Cemetery School. And those are the three tales in this one book. Oh, man, I think I'm a night creature. <laughs> Who Am I is definitely my gender. I know a lot of cemetery creatures. And, like, I think the Who Am I is, I mean, you're conflicted between you don't know whether you're a cemetery creature or, or a night. Yeah, you know? you're, you're a little bit of a, you know, are you a night creature? Are you a cemetery schooler? Like, But I think all three of those get along really well. Mm-hmm. And and so um, each of these Fright Time novels, they have three stories in them each. So they're they couldn't bu- even write a full fucking book. So it's not even a full book. Um, so this one has Night Creatures, Who Am I, and Cemetery School. Which one should I read the, the synopsis for? Pick one of those. Uh, let's go with uh, Who Am I. Okay. I think who- that's the most, yeah, I think that deserves the time. <laughs> the, the, the spot. Who am I? So this is a, it's not your everyday nightmare. You get up, get ready for school, go downstairs for breakfast. Only your parents don't know who you are and neither do your friends or your teachers or anyone. The hospital has no record of your birth and the police believe everybody except you. How do you get out of this one? Actually, this is a story about my life. You are right. I was going to say it was very fitting because you started reading it horny and ended it very curious and defeated. (laughs) That's how it pretty much. Yeah, you got me pretty well. That's for sure. Um, So uh, so that was that one. So uh, the other books that we have, we have um, the three in one on this one is Madman on Main Street, Scary Harry. And it's almost dark. And this is actually the first one of the series. So we have that. Um, This one has The White Phantom, Nightmare Neighbors, and Camp Fear. White Phantom. How fitting. Uh, So this one has Forest of Fear, (laughs) Ghost Town, and Something's in the Sewer. So that one is is about poop. (laughs) I was going to say, those are just three different ways to describe regions of your body. Forest of fear. (laughs) My heart. Ghost twin. There's something in the sewer. Oh, this one has Terror Town, Medal of Horror, and Kid Willie's Ghost. (laughs) Kid Willie? Yeah, I'm going to... Okay, let's read the synopsis for Kid Willie's Ghost. Only adults tell the story of Kid Willie. A haunted baseball park is only the beginning of Jeff's problems. When the ghost follows him home, the terror really begins. A ball player who disappeared 20 years before may be his only hope. 
Can Jeff find him in time to stop his hometown park from turning into a field of nightmares? Oh, golly gosh. <laughs> that's just a oh, Kevin golly, Costner gosh. movie. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, that's a Kevin Costner movie for kids. And uh, we have found out that, yeah, they were cool. And feel uh, like Kevin Costner yeah. was cool with them. Yeah, I mean, the ghosts aren't that bad. No. They're just looking for closure. Angels in the Outfield. I saw that at three... Yes, Three Rivers Stadium, which at the time we the Pirates and the Steelers played baseball in. I saw it at that stadium on a big screen after the movie. Tough, that tough. Could possibly be the, <laughs> tough. the best Danny Glover movie ever made. Yeah, and it was amazing to see because we were in our seats. The Pirates lost, duh. And then after the game, because they have like every night, so this night or that night. Well, this night was like stay after the game to watch Angels in the Outfield. And I was like, okay, that sounds cool. Then I did it, and it was cool. <laughs> yeah, It's like the drive-in, but in a stadium. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was a cool stadium. Yeah. Um, not like, you know, aesthetically pleasing. But no, it just looked like a like a donut. It, yeah, it was like a big toilet seat. A donut. So um, those were uh, my finds. So Roller Coaster Tycoon, who, uh, three which was found by Josh, and these Fright Time books that were found by Josh. I think you had a, a couple of things before – um, whatever one you want to grab at. Yeah, uh, you know, speaking of uh, of horrific things, mm-hmm. this is a, a little rubber ocula figure from the 1998 movie Small Soldiers. Ooh, um, and that, was that Burger King's kids' meal or a McDonald's n- kids' meal? No, that's a genuine, like, toy toy. Oh. Uh, not a fast food toy. Oh, um, okay. Which is why it's got like a real eyeball and not like a sticker that sticks on it. We saw that Wendy's Transformer thing. Oh, that, that was, was embarrassing. Had a cool picture of Optimus Prime on the outside, and then I opened it up, and it was Optimus Prime's body, and then cardboard head that uh, you, and arms and legs. That it you was stuck just on his the- like chest, and everything else was cardboard. It was such garbage. Uh, but this little guy, yeah. Uh, he, and he, he sticks to your windows, it looks like. Yeah, he's like the baby form of E.T. Like, if E.T. hadn't, you know, like the spore version of E.T., like, this would grow up mm-hmm. and turn into, you know, the child star that we all love. Um, yeah, but I also got a, uh, a little Xavier school for y- uh, gifted youngsters. And that's what we got right out the door. We were ready to go, and then you had saw that and said, I got to grip, grip it up. Yeah, it's just a little, like, a knapsack baggy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like a, a, a messenger bag almost, but mm-hmm. not. Uh, it's, like, vertical um, from Xavier school for X-Men. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a loot crate thing, but the whole haul today, uh, you know, the little penis monster – I got some vinyl decals from the 90s with the penguins um, for like five bucks and the fairies pop-up book, Ooh. Uh, which is an English book um, that is uh, adapted from the famous fairies book. But for coming out in 1980, here, I'll pass that yeah, over pass to you. Yeah, pass that over to me. The uh, Every single aspect of the pop-up, normally when you see a kid's pop-up book, if it's like four or five years old, it's trashed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean the book. Oh yeah, it's like all ri- like it's like it's like gutted out. Yeah. You hand a, like a pop up book to a kid, and they want to like touch the pop ups, and, and like that's over. Yeah, it's not for that. And but this was the one you you showed me before that if you look inside, you could actually see 
like it it's spinning because this one pops up and it's a yeah it's like a and it spins all the way down and you can see it's like little mechanics inside yeah it's got like a little like spring mechanic that like winds up and down in some of these uh and the artwork is like famous artwork this the oh, fairy this is book the one you said was of. your favorite so this one has like uh like unicorns popping up of some sort and then the, uh, yeah and i think they're called kobolds or something kobolds pixies and kobolds yeah and then if you pull the tab in and out of the uh, book it uh, has two workers in a mine with candles on their head to illuminate the space and they just uh yeah they like pick on 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 the sides of the cave and also the ground when you move the tab i think they've got a slight resemblance to you and i as well i'm obviously the chubby one uh <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I often only have one of my eyes open, so that is And true. that one is a much harder worker than the other one. <laughs> yeah, the little one is really working hard. <laughs> he's, he's really chugging away at the, at the wall. His his bank account sure isn't yeah. going up, but he's trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that was pretty cool. But um, So coming up for the second act of the show, as we've been doing, we've been doing um, – vintage versus modern now i wanted to give it a little spot before break to tease it because uh mine today i'm going to predict that you not only get them wrong but by the biggest margin that you have i love when you put your balls out (laughs) because you can't go back you can't just be like oh i'll edit that part where i show my dick and make a confrontation and yeah. really challenge it. And this is why everybody knows that you're competitive. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have to do that. No, I didn't have to do it. But I was like, let's try it out. You know, it seems to motivate you to like, it seems to motivate you. You have no idea that <laughs> nothing motivates me. <laughs> Keep trying. <laughs> oh, the lack of motivation. But uh, yeah, so after a quick break, we're going to get into vintage versus modern. So stay tuned. Dad like just called me. He's like, you need to get home now. And Jersey get home. Yeah. How old is he? He's 93. He's dying. Pick your priorities, man. You may not see him again. God put you in my path today, then. Uh, I think so. Family's number one. But but jerking off fucking pretty good too, right? Uh, no. Family's still number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Remember how that weird kid from down the block used to smash him? rub the glow stuff all over his face like war paint. And it still glowed even after the fireflies were all mushed up. Why do you think that happens? Just a chemical reaction to the air. No, 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 Daddy. It's magic. And when all those millions of fireflies die, their bodies come undone and release their magic into the ground. And it just collects down there waiting for someone to use it. But to do that, you need to wish harder than you ever wished for anything. To still be here. With the people you love. Or the people you hate. If Uncle Fred can wish himself back, why couldn't Curtis Danko? Back into the show, back into Act 2, and I have to say that, uh, I uh, came on a little strong in Act One. And, Already regretting this, and uh, just just like you'd think, here I am to say my bad. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> five minutes to think about it. That was all it took. Yeah. It was 
a small timeout. Max My went dad. outside. You had a moment uh, just re- to reflect on the couch. Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe now when you win, you'll be supreme confident and be like, I take back the apology. I was right all along. I'm just like the, like the kid who shot from half court, like knowing he'd miss. <laughs> 17 <laughs> minutes left in the quarter. Yeah, like just like knowing it wasn't going to go anywhere close. But if it does... Guys, I was wide it's gonna, open. It's going to pop off. I had a chance. I, it was going to pop off, of it, but I stunk at that side of the ball. Stunk at that side. Somebody <laughs> grabs a rebound six feet to the right of it. Yeah, uh, no one needed to grab the rebound because it went immediately out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was, doesn't need you don't need a rebound. It, you just get it. This is the pass to the concession stand. So, uh, I'm still, I'm still going to hope to win. Um, I hope you win as well. Oh, thank you. you know. I have nothing to gain, and I know it means a little bit of something to you. <laughs> so we're going to get straight into it. This is Vintage versus Modern. Vintage versus Modern. Now, for new listeners to the show, Vintage versus Modern is a game we've been playing. This is our second run with it. Uh, we look at sold listings on the eBay.com, the website. And with uh, different objects in mind, we look at them vintage and then their modern counterpart. And then from that, we compare and contrast to see which one has more value. And then we ask the other person to figure out which which one it is. You got a 50-50 chance. Yeah. You might as well take a shot. So um, I'll go first. Um, Already sound of defeat in your voice. Let's just get it out of the way. I'll go first. Um. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a, a, a choice. Um, um, on uh, on the on on the water or in the air, on the water or in the air. Choice. Uh, let's go parasailing technique on the water first. On the water first. Okay. So what say you? Vintage versus modern boat steering wheel. Boat steering wheel. Okay. Okay. So the vintage one, um, the description on eBay, it has said uh, brass bronze boat helm wheel, six spokes, 14 and three fourths inch inch circumference. I don't know. Does size matter on a boat wheel? I feel like either way it gets the job done. Yeah, it steers it. I guess over 16 inches you're showing off. Yeah, so, uh, and so against the modern counterpart, uh, which is uh, the eBay description for this one said, black aluminum spoke boat steering wheel. Hmm. So it doesn't say the number of spokes. This one does say that it is uh, aluminum. Um, and that the vintage one says it was it was uh, brass and bronze. And that's what I'm gonna have to base this off of. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go uh, based off of metals. Okay. Because uh, aluminum is a lot more cheap. And, uh, yeah, right? aluminum is aluminum. That's what they make soda cans out of. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, you can get it anywhere. You know. Uh, so I, I'm gonna go brass and bronze, thinking you know slightly precious metals uh now but a question that i would have to ask you is with the spokes is there any concern that six might be a ton of spokes or not a ton of spokes because i'll tell you what i found out very quickly how many is the average amount of spokes what might surprise you 
I'm just I'm just saying it might it might surprise is you. Is six not the average? I would think like somewhere like I would think like four to eight yeah, is the no. range. <laughs> yeah, it's right there. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> it's a hundred percent that. <laughs> if you've got more than eight, like you're fucking why? Yeah, um, that's a fucking fidget spinner. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna go with the brass cool. one. I don't have any idea the market value of a steering wheel, but I'm gonna say the brass one is. $280. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to say the aluminum one is $100. Cool. Okay. Um, that's. I think that's a fair enough shot at it. Um, so the money is a little off, but the difference between the two, not, 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 you're not off by that. So the brass bronze boat helm, the vintage, 99 bucks. The modern... Twenty nine ninety nine. So there is a big gap, and Vintage wins out. So Last Call gets the point in the first See, round. I thought even just for decorative purposes, you would pay more than that. Like, if you went to Pier 1, and you were like, I need a brass and bronze yeah. steering wheel, Pier 1 would charge you $150. Sure. So good job on eBay. So you, uh, so you already did better than what I thought. So I lost already. That's Mentally, I'm out. The amount of times I've heard that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to do so much worse than you actually did. Uh, and we're only halfway there. So, yeah. all right. Uh, but we're going to start with action figures. Okay. Since we delved into X-Men a little bit with my baggie, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to go with a, a vintage Toy Biz Uncanny X-Men Deadpool X-Force figure on card from 1994. Okay, so vintage X-Men from 1994 on card. It's not mint on card. But it, it's on card. It's on card. Uh, the package is good, but it does have a slight little tear in the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus the modern, and I'm probably going to p- pronounce this wrong, but the Nendo Droid. Nendo Roid. Nendoroid. Okay. Nendoroid. Yeah, Nendoroid. there we go. Yeah. Nendoroid Deadpool action figure. Sick. Okay. Uh, which is a Japanese action figure of Deadpool. Okay. Oh, interesting little note at the end there. It's Japanese. Uh, I actually, I bought my daughter some of these figures, and I've mispronounced the name a thousand times in front of her and been corrected. I know the proper way to say it. I just my it doesn't compute. Yes. Um, but they're really cool little figures. Mm-hmm. Um, but huh? It is a vintage Deadpool who everybody loves. Ryan Reynolds. Sure. Uh, and it's on card. It's so, the X Force Deadpool as well. X Force Deadpool. Okay, so Deadpool. So basically, we're looking at different action figures here. Okay, so, and I could be wrong. Obviously, there's a 50% chance of that no matter what. Um, so, I think those particular X-Men series weren't that, like, super expensive. Um, and maybe not now. Again, could be wrong, but I think those were the ones that you could kind of still get for, like, like 12 to $15, something like that. Um so one of those, and then the modern one. So here's what I'm going to do then. I'm going to say modern, definitely modern. Okay. And I'm going to say modern, like, 38 bucks, um, vintage, like, 
15 uh 16 bucks but modern definitely okay yeah uh you're not off all that much you did get that correct the modern is worth more uh they have interchangeable faces and hands and they have all kinds of stand that they pose on um aria has a, a harry potter one and i I keep my eye out on these things. They're really cool, and I'd like to collect them as well. But that one goes for $73. Okay. Uh, and that's just standard, regular price for the authentic. Mm-hmm. They have a huge knockoff market, Wish.com, the app. <laughs> uh, but the vintage Deadpool, still worth $54. Oh, dang. See, I was wrong, but I still was right. Yeah, though. it was only it's yeah. only a $19 difference, so you're not off all that yeah, much. You were the off, gauge. What would you say, 12 bucks? The gauge of it, yeah. yeah so just well, a, modern, so that's we both got... One-to-one heading into the final round. It's got to be a long time since one-to-one. Your smack talk nervousness really has to be <laughs> through the roof. It's. I don't think it's been one-to-one mo- that much. I no, don't I've know. really trounced you yeah, the last couple episodes, which is why I want you to win so badly. Is yeah. like you need a redemption. Yeah. So, um, so this one here, um, what we have. So you chose the uh, the water, and this one was in the air. Yeah, parasailing technique. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, vintage versus modern. What say you? Airplane oxygen mask. Ooh. Airplane oxygen mask. So the vintage is a M six forty two five one vintage aircraft pilot co-pilot oxygen mask with microphone. Here's an important part, admittedly, and I have to say it for parts only. Okay, but it's the pilot one with a microphone. Yes, for so, parts only, because you can't get oxygen out of it. I imagine. So pilot, yeah. Pilot uh, backslash co-pilot. So yes, it's in, it's it's the one up there. Yeah, it's, it's a the one up one. there. It's not it's not a peasant airbag. Oh, it's the one in the in the in the chambers. You need to communicate in the cockpit. But yeah. parts only. Yeah, an oxygen mask with microphone. All right. And so that's the vintage one. The modern one is a Boeing jet airplane seven forty seven. MD-80 airline passenger emergency oxygen mask. Why'd you put the emphasis on emergency? It's not a casual oxygen mask. Emergency. You're not up there just vaping like, oh, put the peach flavor in it. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, this one I really – I don't have to think about all that much, I don't think, because uh, the modern is a 747. And I, uh, I've only flown a couple times recently, but I know enough to know 747, I think a pretty popular plane. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm glad yeah. I got that out properly. <laughs> <laughs> but the the vintage one being the pilots, Yeah. Um, I don't think parts only really matters because I don't see another purpose for it. They're all parts only. Yeah. Like, if I gave you an airplane seat, I was a parts only. Sure. Like, it's a still an airplane. Well, also, you're not – I mean, you got to think you're not buying these two and install them back up there. No. Right? <laughs> like, like one at a time? Like, I don't think you're – You're not the CEO of Boeing being like, there it is. <laughs> yeah, like – Finally, I found that one. Let's oh, throw it back up there. The M0587 that I've been missing. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think the vintage uh, with the mic, the sure. pilot's – I think that's a kind of like the nerdy airplane guy thing, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think women are into like the airplane memorabilia because no. they're sane. No. Um, 
and every airplane collector wants to live on an airplane. That's like their whole <laughs> dream. They want to buy an airplane and live on it. So I'm going to go vintage. They would love to have a mic with a bag attached to it. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say that one is like 60 bucks. Okay. And I'm going to say the modern one is like 25 Okay. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. So the the thing about oxygen masks themselves, they are just up there for to make you comfortable. Um, nothing is going to uh, really help matters if you have more oxygen. Um, you might as well pass out. If like if there's a 60 to like 30 percent chance you're going to die. You might as well just pass out yeah, for it. Yeah, like, um, and there's there's a couple of situations where it could help you. Like, for example, like, uh, like the pressurization of like the cabin. Like, that's a terrible thing because there's been a not a lot, but some um airplanes that go up and they don't pressurize the cabin correctly, and then everyone just passes out and dies. So that could help you out there, maybe. That's like watching a flight with Kangaroo Jack on it. Yeah, that's how famous <laughs> that's that's how famous uh <laughs> that's how famous golfer Payne Stewart died. <laughs> famous known pain. Well, should, yeah, I was gonna say maybe not be named Payne. And I don't mean by the pressurization of the cabin, I mean by merely watching Calico Jack. <laughs> kangaroo Jack. Oh kangaroo jack. It, um kang- Tom Waits is on the kangaroo jack soundtrack and always freaked me out. That was I like just I'm sorry Anthony Anderson, but that was not the transition to Hollywood you needed. Like Tom Waits on the Kangaroo Jack soundtrack is like Mighty Mighty Boston's on Meet the Deedle soundtrack almost. I always remember Mighty Mighty Boston's from Twisted Metal. Yeah, okay, that's fair. So the oxygen masks. So you had said modern. No, I said vintage. Don't switch this up to try to win. I tried to do. Uh, I yeah, I went yikes. pilot with the mic. So you said modern. No, no. Okay. So vintage is correct, and you're right. Two for two. Two for two. Um. So the the vintage one was a hundred and sixty nine ninety nine because the aircraft model is super rare. Um. The modern one, nineteen fifty. See, and that's the thing is like the airplane people are like. Ooh, it's from a super rare model. It's still the same goddamn bag with a microphone <laughs> attached to it. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, that's like, uh, never mind. Uh, that's a whole tangent. But anyways. Yeah. You were two for two, so that's 100%. You can't get better from two for two on a show with two questions. The best you can do is tie me now. Yikes. And you may have an unfair advantage because for the first time in history, yeah, I sh- you saw a picture of one of the items that is in vintage oh, you know versus I'm not modern. Gonna remember. You know I'm not going to remember. Oh, you'll remember. Okay. So the vintage is a 19th century gilded bronze nude fairy statue. Oh, I do remember. Holy cow, this is too much. So vintage 19th century gilded bronze nude fairy statue. A nude fairy statue. Versus the modern. Oh. A full body silicone fairy reborn doll <laughs> which i showed you a picture of on ebay.com oh, the website it was a fairy child and <laughs> the best thing is that there are like eight to nine pictures of this thing and it has a santa outfit like a crocheted santa outfit on in some of them and then 
in the rest of them, there are like three Santa pictures, and then the rest of them, its genitals are shown. Yes. <laughs> and somebody had to sculpt them. And you and I debated over the philosophical question is, is it weirder to sculpt the baby fairy genitals <laughs> or to be the person? Because this is a sold item on eBay, and I have the dollar amount that it sold for. Shipping and handling was $35, not included in the I'm price. I'm never going to handle that. But like, I showed you the fairy reborn genitalia. It's like, think of baby Grinch, only a fairy. It had like. elf ears and... Uh, but anyway, somebody bought it on eBay, yeah. which allows it to be played with this game. Yeah. Uh, so it's a full body. It's made out of silicone. Yeah. A fairy reborn. Okay. Um, and against the statue. Against against a 19th century gilded bronze nude fairy statue, which is about, like, I think 9 to 12 inches. There was a, a, a size thing, like a mm-hmm. comparison next to it, yeah. but I couldn't tell how large the teapot was. Mm-hmm. So it's really, like, a bad comparison to put a statue next to a teapot. Cool. Um, okay, so I'm going to go, and here's my thought process here. I didn't see the price of that baby. I never saw the price of that baby. I purposely did not show you the price of that but baby. But I'm just saying, in life, I don't know how much one of those costs. At all. I didn't until we... I know how much Baby Grinch costs. I know how much a Baby Grinch does. What did Baby Grinch retail for? Oh, like 50s. In the 50s, there's all kinds of Baby Grinches out uh-huh. there. <laughs> like how there's a bunch of fairy ones. There's a bunch of Baby Grinches. Okay. I wasn't sure what the Baby Grinch market's like. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been on the black market for these reborn dolls. <laughs> yeah. Which is the wildest thing. If anybody listens to the show who knows somebody... Or uh, themselves is into re- these reborn dolls. I want to know more. Real curious. <laughs> yeah, just what is your take on them? Especially like these. I've seen the wolf babies. Yeah. That one is fucking horrendous. <laughs> uh, this one was cute until I saw its genitals. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna go the the vintage one because you said that it is a statue. It is not made of silicone, and it's a bronze statue. And bronze, it, bronze is different than silicone. That's for sure. That's what the old saying goes. So I'm going to go the vintage, and I'm going to say that baby. Let's go for that baby first. That baby is like a $50 child. So I'm going to say 50 bucks modern. So the vintage has to be 75 That's how I thought about that. I'm glad that you thought logically that yeah. the 19th century gilded bronze statue would be worth more than a, a a silicone baby sure but you couldn't be more wrong <laughs> oh no i lost um i lost this one yeah um not only did you lose but like oh your whole downfall was the grinch baby market structure um, uh the grinch baby market structure really messed me up that's what that's the second time this week i got kicked out of a chat a chat I, I got kicked out of a group chat because I posted a picture of a baby Grinch in it. No, it wasn't that. It was because you continued to talk about fucking <laughs> Wario and Luigi and wrestling all in the same sentence. Yeah, but I think it was the baby Grinch who did it, and I demand back into that one. Uh, well, you have no idea the market for these baby dolls because okay. the 19th century gilded bronze statue, $637 that sold for. Yo, so you're telling me the baby was more money than that. So with that factored in, what do you think this baby fairy goes for? 
oh, I remember my dad telling me just the same thing. And I said, 80 bucks. <laughs> Baby fairies never make any money in the real world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, $1,700. So that's why you have to make the genitals. Sold. 1700 bucks. $1,700. A sold eBay listing. For a silicone fairy. Well, with the bronze statue, though. So that's got to be um, a bigger than what you had said. It has to be. No, it's it's just that it's a like a one of a kind nineteenth <laughs> century gilded bronze. Like it's just beautiful. so one out of one is what you're saying. One out of one. Yeah. Well, I don't I, know, but I mean, I didn't know it was going to be one out of one. I don't think they're making all that many of them. They may have, but like yeah. it looked like handcrafted and like very elegant and that's mm-hmm. the disparity that i wanted to prove is that like <laughs> somebody is sitting in their house in florida <laughs> churning out these rubber babies just making like 1500 a cut and then occasionally they're like oh i gotta sell a grinch baby for 50 bucks so i can go to walmart and get, get milk the supplies yeah get the daily supplies i gotta go to day. joanne's and get a bucket of glue <laughs> you trade you trade in baby grinches for like yeah. Supply. Yeah, and then like three hours a day, you just sit in front of a mirror, like spread eagle, and then well, like craft your babies <laughs> the rest of the day. One out of twenty, you have to give back to them. Like you get twenty dolls worth of supplies, but one you have to give them out of the twenty. Here's a doll for this. That person has the creepiest house in America. Oh, reminds me of like uh, the modern day like Finster from Power Rangers, because he used to make those little dolls, and then they were like monsters <laughs> yeah. one day. Like that's that's the horror movie I want to see. Is like the baby reborn ladies like house gets possessed. So Finster is the person who makes these. Yeah, and that's the the end reveals that it's Finster and the whole time it's been a Power Ranger movie. Very cool. So um, that was another exciting episode of Thrifty Podcast. Um, In the next couple of months coming up here, um, I'm going to try to plan another live show at the Tolma. Um, So we're going to try to do something like that. So if you're in the Pittsburgh area and have been to uh, some of our shows, um, we're going to have another Tolma show potentially soon well in the new year and also happy new year i guess right yeah it's officially 2020 if you're listening to this it's an official it's officially chris sawyer from roller coaster tycoon's (laughs) birthday so chris if you're listening get on roller Roller coaster (laughs) tycoon five chris yeah yeah you gotta get five six whatever you want bring back fountains please yeah bring back fountains i'm not gonna uh chairlifts i i like what you did with them fountains we need them back. We need we we need the old roller coaster tycoon. I don't think Chris listens. No, I doubt it. Um, special shout out to our sponsors, Commonwealth Press, CWPress.com. Um, right now, with promo code Thrifty or Thrifty Podcast, you could get uh, twelve T-shirts for free in an order of fifty. So CWPress.com. Also, Steve Bears of Bluffs, Bluffs.Bandcamp.com. Uh, Steve's music is always a huge part of the show and a welcome friend. Um, anything else coming up that I forgot? Uh, no, it's my birthday in the end of January, but I'll be that's, back around. But if you're listening to this, you have like 26 days to buy me a gift. Yeah, plan it now. Get roached. <laughs> <laughs>